equities holding strong into the final moments here. Let's keep it going and talk the bad ETF with Tommy Mancuso joining us, the president at the Bad Investment Company. Is it a good investment, though? I, I would like to think so, Oliver. <laughs> um, you know, it, it maybe it have a bad title, but we think there's a lot of good things behind it, definitely. Oh, all right, so what's, what's in it, the bad ETF? Yep, you know, so it's pretty clear in what it is. It is betting, alcohol, and drugs. And when we say mm. drugs, we mean pharmaceuticals. Now, we do have a little bit of cannabis exposure there. Okay. But primarily, a handful of the large cap uh, caps in, the, in those industries, okay. essentially. When I first moved to Chicago, I roomed with the retiree way back in the day in like 2013, an ex-trader said he was just like me. He likes gambling, drugs, and cars. So I guess you got like two of the three in there. Steve Superfine, shout out Mr. Superfine if he's watching. All right, so uh, how? who wants this? I mean, besides Mr. Superfine, do I put this in as like an anti-ESG to make a statement or is this a uh, addendum to an overall equity position? How does it work? You know, it, it is considered contra ESG, and that's where we definitely got the concept behind it, right? When we were looking at the ESG market, we felt like it was a little bit whitewashed. There was a lot of over flooding, a lack of clarity what was actually in ESG funds. And, you know, a little bit of frustration on my end. I was like, well, why don't we come up with a, a bad fund? And then I kind of rattled off the titles, betting, alcohol, and drugs. I go, well, those are, those are pretty sustainable. Um, you know, people are going to get sick. They're going to need medicine. Typically, people are going to consume alcohol. And I, I'm pretty sure we all like to go gamble a little bit here or there. Um, maybe not all of us, but it is a, you know, Vegas wasn't built on people winning. I'll tell you that. So. Okay. All right. So uh, clearly a statement that um, there's some good businesses overlooked because they don't fit um, someone or some group's description of uh, basically a, 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 a moral or sort of conscience view. And uh, that's fine, right? Uh, it takes two to make a market. Is there any way to back test this? I mean, some of these companies, at least on the cannabis side, are fairly new. But then I'm sure you've got some old classics in here as old as time on the gambling side. Any idea how it relates, how they all fit together? Does it just end up recreating like the overall market or does it do something distinct? Yeah, it's a little bit distinct, right? We did do some back tests and we created an index in there. And you can certainly see the reflection of that in the betting, alcohol, and pharmaceutical industries, right? Those are industries that have withstood multiple economic cycles. Um, but we did want to in include cannabis in there as a 10% allocation in the portfolio because we think there's a lot of tremendous upside, right? This is a little bit of a hybrid portfolio. It may seem a little defensive, right? These industries being rooted, you know, going back test, test of time they've overcame political pressures and they've adapted to their uh, they've adapted those political pressures to improve their business practices but we also wanted to offer growth in this portfolio and we think there's a lot of tailwinds when you look at the expansion of legalization in gaming expansion of legalization like illegalization in cannabis and on that we see a lot of uh you know the the alcohol industry is constantly adapting to the consumer I feel like drinks the alcohol drinks just keep getting better and better and they taste more normal uh the, as time goes on and we think that's going to be sustainable not just for a short term um period of time but i think again these these industries are rooted in history um we wanted the cannabis exposure to offer a little bit more growth there Okay, what about the pharmaceutical side? That one to me is the most interesting that might kind of ride the fence here. I mean, uh, um, you know, uh, vaccine makers are drug companies. Uh, they're doing a whole lot of good. How do you figure out what drug business fits your criteria? 
Absolutely. You know, the, we just kind of based out the drug deal into the acronym of the name, right? You could almost consider this bad-ish, right? All the pharmaceutical industry or companies that are in our portfolio, relative, or they all have a, a very positive, you know, positive outlook on what they're trying to do in the industry. And so is it a little bit seem out of place? Sure, but that's what makes our portfolio unique, right? There are some competitors out there that have gone into the vice space, but us having that drug sector in there makes us unique. It offers us a lot of upside. We think it's sustainable moving forward with a focus on health and well-being. And I'm interested to see, you know, the future of biotech now that we've clearly seen a focus and it's really impacted our life. I think we're going to see a lot more people maybe move that way, want to specialize in that industry. So I'm excited for that future of pharmaceuticals. I think we're in the early innings there still. Okay. And uh, Tommy, one of the other thoughts I'm having here is with all these different ESG filters and indexes, uh, why not just take one of those and, and invert it? Uh, and, uh, you know, whatever they X out, you put in. Yeah, you know, I think it goes to the lack of clarity that we see in ESG funds, right? Um, if you were to, you know, stack up a handful against each other, you would see that they're not necessarily the same holdings. Someone classifies the ESG as this, someone classifies it at that. So we didn't want to take that concept and just create an inverse. Um, I think there's more value in our particular sectors, right? I think they can perform when the market is a little bit unstable, given that all these industries have survived multiple economic cycles, but they also have upside, right? When we talk about some of the positive tailwinds behind all of them. And again, that's why we wanted to create this uh, this ETF, right? As, as kind of transparent and you know, three sectors, that's all it is. It's actually, you know, it's got a lot of upside. It's diverse, it's unique. It's unique. And, you know, again, we're, we're excited to have it released today. And <laughs> All right, I'm excited too. A BAD, Thanks. bad, looking forward to watching how it trades. You got Michael Jackson stuck in my head now too. So this thing's got a lot going for it. I appreciate oh, yeah. it. There's a <laughs> There's a lot of fun. Thank you, Oliver. It's nice talking to you. Thank you. Uh, congrats on the debut. Looking forward to uh, following along with it. Tony Mancuso is the president at the Bad Investment Company.